We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you don't masturbate, you're going to get superpowers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Captain America. I never come, so I'm better than you. (laughs) And it's on purpose. You beta cuck. (laughs) You soy boy. Giga Chad. Welcome to The Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sanson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to another episode of These Hoes. Pimp My Ride. Oh. We heard, Pimp my hose. We heard you liked podcasts so. and sluts, <laughs> so we put Some sluts, sluts as a podcast about sluts. <laughs> Do you ever think about how fucking ridiculous that show was? They would yeah. put like, hot tubs in the back of well, cars. A lot of those cars like would get robbed. Well, yeah, <laughs> like of course they'd get robbed or sold. Yeah, or I, I wonder if someone's still like riding those around. Probably not. I would like donate them to a museum or something. Yeah, Pimp My Ride Museum. That would actually be kind of dope. I would go to a Pit My Ride Museum. I I kind of love that era. I used to um, want my license plate to be exquisite, like how he spelled it. <laughs> Exhibit. X gonna give it to you. What what happened to him? Uh, that's a good question. Wasn't he in like movies for a bit? Probably. I feel like that's like the rapper to reality show to movie I, pipeline. I do really want to know. He later transitioned into film. He would do small roles in features like Gridiron Gang, a movie he co-starred with blockbuster star Dwayne Johnson. What an illustrious career exhibit had. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Good for him. So he did much more than just putting hot tubs in the back of like, wh- how do, what car even fits a fucking, like a pickup truck? Yeah. A hearse? That's the only, th- a hearse. <laughs> yeah. He's just driving around a hearse. Put my hearse. Yeah, put my hearse. <laughs> i'd watch it um liz and i had a had a little girls weekend Mm -hmm. with our two friends it was fun it was a lot of fun it was much needed for me at least it was for me as well i needed to get the fuck out of dodge just to just to do something different and change it up yeah um the the commentary on the lizzie mcguire movie was oh my god some of the most riveting thoughts i've ever heard liz took her twitter off of private 
for, for the event. The, so I could live tweet Lizzie McGuire. That, that's a big deal. I have to I have to share this take that our friend Kimmy said. Oh my god. Which is that all of Lizzie McGuire's outfits in that movie look like Tanya from White Lotus. And they both take place in Italy. It's it is uncanny. Maybe it's part of the same universe. Yeah, I wonder if it could be part of the same universe. Uh, no, they had iPhones, at least. Well, this last time. That's fair. But did they? Oh, you mean in White Lotus? Oh yeah, yeah, why the fuck in White thinking. Lotus. I was thinking the other way around. <laughs> fucking moron. Um, and Portia definitely was tacky, like. All of the outfits in Lizzie McGuire. Absolutely. And then there's also this scene where, like, Kate finds out that Lizzie McGuire has been, like, sneaking out so she can be with Paolo and, like, learn to sing and whatever. And she comes back into the room and she was like, she's like, what have you been doing? I know you've been leaving the room. And she's like, how can you tell? And she's like, your eyebrows finally match. And she starts listing all of these things that she noticed about how Lizzie McGuire looks. And Kimmy was like, okay, that woman is gay as hell because <laughs> no notices? straight woman notices all of those things about another woman. <laughs> so I was like, funny. she is correct. It would make a lot of sense. Yeah. And I, I would love that. I think that more things need to be gay. I agree. There are not enough things that are gay. It's just more exciting when things are gay. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It adds it adds a little je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like, that would be such a, an amazing reveal. Yeah. I want Lizzie McGuire to turn into, like, euphoria. Wow. They're all just, like... Wouldn't that be fun? Doing the cast drugs of- now? <laughs> um, maybe not. Maybe, like, a, a softer euphoria. Got it. So like, we like they're still gay, but um, less drugs. Like maybe they're just like drinking at parties. I do have to say, and maybe people will hate this hot take, but like Hillary Duff is not a good actress. No, nobody thinks she's a good actress. She's not a good actress in Lizzie McGuire, but she's a worse actress now. <laughs> Yikes! She well, you know, maybe she's just like really when riding she, the coattails of her past career. She just phones it in now. Well, and I still love her. When she talks, like when she's talking, when she's acting, her she doesn't move her like teeth. It's just her lips moving. Interesting. The because How I Met Your Father came on after like Mr. Liz and I were watching something like it auto played, and I was like, oh my god, her like jaw is not moving. Like just her lips are moving, and he was like, how is she doing that? <laughs> That's amazing. And it's I That's think, a talent. I'm gonna blame the veneers. Oh, um, maybe that one. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe her face is just like super frozen from like work that she's gotten done. Who knows? I feel like she probably hasn't had much work at, outside of maybe just Botox, right? Maybe. She seem she looks the same. And maybe that's because of the work. <laughs> <laughs> what the Courtney Cox tried to do. Oh, I, did you see Courtney Co- Cox talk about her, the work she's had done and how she regrets it? Yeah. I'm like, thank God there's someone out here like saying what she regrets doing. Yeah, absolutely. Because like we're watching like the Kardashians like fill themselves with filler and whatever and have like all these minor surgeries done. But then when they Photoshop the the pictures that they're in. So then when you see an unedited picture of them, people are like, oh, my God, what? And they're still objectively attractive. It's just like this is not the image that they want you to think they're experiencing. Yeah. It's just like in contrast with what we're used to seeing them as. It's like shocking, even though they're still beautiful. Yeah. 
They could have just like aged gracefully, like Kim Kardashian's in her 40s. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So we have some, um, do we have some talking tits? We have some talking tits, breaking boobs. Breaking boobs and talking tits. Breaking boobs, talking tits. That's our new song. I like that. Thank you. It's it's giving like 90s, like uh, I think it was TV the plug show. it in, plug it in was what I was pulling from. Oh, I was thinking like Full House, like everywhere you look, everywhere There's you a talk. look. Titties are talking, <laughs> breaking boobs, breaking. <laughs> They're gonna we'll sue us. It. Yeah, come for me, Cam- Candace Cameron. I'll fucking yeah. bite you. Fuck you up, Candace Cameron. Burr. Jody Sweeten for life, baby. Amen. Did you see her like protesting, and she got attacked by a cop. No. Yeah, she got like shoved down by a cop. Protesting what? Uh, I can't remember. I think for abortion rights. Fuck yeah. It was either um, abortion rights or Black Lives Matter. What a queen. I know. I love her and I hate that for her. Okay, so here is some breaking boobs. Um, A new study came out published by European Urology that men should masturbate 21 times a month. Oh, so what does that average out to every other day? Yeah, or just on the weekday. Well, Seven I don't days a week for on three weekends. weeks. <laughs> yeah, I took I take time off. <laughs> I'm on break. <laughs> okay. Today's my cheat day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So according to scientific research published by European Urology, you should masturbate twenty one times a month if you want to cut down on the risk of prostate cancer. Hmm. Um this is what this was on Lad Bible. That's right. Apparently blowing your beans. <laughs> blowing your beans. I hate it. <laughs> blowing your beans on a regular basis. That's what uh, Jack and the Magic Beanstalk did. <laughs> he blew his beans. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. Liz showed me. Sorry. This is now an... 
Oh, are you about to have another laughing fit? <laughs> I was just thinking about on Saturday, I had a laughing fit that I was afraid would never stop because of a, a meme that Liz sent me. We've all we've all experienced that moment. <laughs> so Amelia was laughing hysterically for a minimum of five minutes. I couldn't. It was probably up to 10 minutes. I had so many tears coming out of my eyes. We had been doing drugs that day. <laughs> I think maybe I was on the tail end of it, but I couldn't stop. And then like there were, there came a point where I felt like I was going to start sobbing. Yeah. She like leaned over and I was like, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> I thought she was about to have just like a, a, a mental health crisis. And I was like, I am too high to help another person. <laughs> yeah. right now. No, but it was, my body was just like, we feel tears. This, this we're sad. But then I snapped out of it real quick. <laughs> when I asked, you were like, Oh, I'm not actually sad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> well, because, and as we were discussing it, we were like, your body has felt that like intense of an emotion when you've been sad yeah. or hurt. But like the opposite of that, like when you have a laughing fit so hard that you can't stop and like you just start laughing because you're laughing and uh, you get a little worried because you're like, I can't make this stop. How yeah. do I make it stop? Yeah, exactly. And that's the opposite. Like intense joy has just like triggered you, your body, like letting this out. It was it, the fucking best. We were all like happy that it was happening, but then like happy that it wasn't happening to us. Yeah. Yeah. Kimmy was like, this is beautiful. It's like as it was <laughs> it happening. Was. And I was like, how often do you get to just like enjoy, like feel that happy and not feel like it's like annoying to other people? You know what I mean? That's so true. Like... Like, how often do you get to have a laughing fit and then whoever you're with, like, is not annoyed by it? Yeah, not often. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, my God. It was so fun. It was it was very fun. The meme I sent her. It was so it good. Was a fr- it was a frog wearing a cowboy hat. Uh, and it said, on the outside, I'm hooting. On the inside, I'm hollering. <laughs> there was something about it that in the state of mind that I was in. I I broke down. I gave you a, a couple warm up memes. Yeah, too. that's true. I showed her up. some. Uh, it's if you guys want to follow, it's uh, Frog Humor Daily on Instagram. I think it was it's amazing. The fact that you were following this page in, to begin with was like really what set me off, <laughs> and it just kind of kept one climbing. Of my, one of my coworkers also loves frogs, and she's following it. So. It's so fucking funny. I bought that shirt that says "Dilf." Damn, I love frogs on it. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I've only worn it once. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. That's like the best thing you in really my closet. You really do love frogs. Well, now I do, especially. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> circling back, back to, to talking uh, tits. Okay, that's right. Apparently, blowing your beans on a regular basis could help. Could reduce. Hello. Could reduce your risk of prostate cancer by up to a third and that sounds like a very positive thing apparently men should be aiming to have an orgasm whether that's through masturbation or other means at least 21 times a month and if you want to nobody's saying you shouldn't have more science scientists don't know exactly why making the one-eyed snake cry helps reduce the risk of prostate cancer i hate that but according to i fucking love science some believe having an orgasm regularly flushes out toxins which could increase the risk of cancer it does the same apply if you have a if you have a vagina, I don't. It's, it it seems flushes specific. out toxins. If you squirt, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, the researchers surveyed thirty-one thousand nine hundred and twenty-five men over an eighteen-year period, and kept tabs on how often they were wanking through that throughout their lives, which led them to make scientific discovery that will surely be welcomed by men around the world. That of is, of course, a lot. this is something that men are fucking observing about themselves. Yeah, 
But, you know, it's interesting because we've talked about semen retention in the past mm-hmm. and how they're like, no, but as long as you're practicing semen retention, you'll live for forever. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> how these fucking like incel weirdos are like, if you don't masturbate, you're going to get superpowers. <laughs> I'm yeah, Captain I'm, America. I never come. So I'm better than you. <laughs> yeah. And it's on purpose. You beta cuck. <laughs> You soy boy. Giga Chad. I don't even touch my dick. That's how straight I am. It's gay to touch your own dick. I don't even think about girls. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. There, there is just like that weird like. And they're, and they're not even always ultra religious. It's just like these like alpha bro giga chads are like. Yeah, don't masturbate so you can get superpowers or whatever. You, your your mind is more clear or something. Yeah. I'm like, if anything, I would be so sexually frustrated. I would not be able to think about something else. 100%. 100%. I, it's like sending your balls. It's just like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. what, what, what science are you using to back this up? None. They and, just like... And it actually is unhealthy to not ejaculate clearly <laughs> anyway so go go masturbate i wonder what happens if you don't i feel like you get like i, I could look? be guessing yeah let's look i feel like it's the equivalent of like being like backed up it's like constipation but for cum constipation <laughs> that's gonna be the title of this episode constipation constipation <laughs> oh my god this is on mayo clinic hell yeah that's how you know it's legit. Yeah. This is very different than Lad Bible. <laughs> Mayo Clinic. From the ridiculous yeah, you sublime. Were, when you're complaining about the lack of comma, I'm like, oh, yes, Lad Bible. Yeah. Okay, I have Critically acclaimed beef with journalism. Lad Bible. I probably brought this up. They messaged me. Yeah, and then they never used your They contact. never used my shit. That probably could have been so good for me. They have so many followers. Okay, so I looked up what happens if you never come. Um, it's called retrograde ejaculation. Uh, retrograde ejaculation occurs when semen enters the bladder instead of emerging through the penis during orgasm. Although you still reach sexual climax, you may ejaculate very little or no semen. This is sometimes called a dry orgasm. Okay, this is getting to what happens. This isn't... We've talked about this, how you can come without coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, it isn't harmful, but it can cause male infertility. So that is something that, I mean, like... Yeah, so if it's all backing up into you. Giga chads are trying to reserve their cum to be like the the strongest. <laughs> yeah, it's just getting so unvaccinated. Into your body. Like, um, but also like getting COVID and not being vaccinated can lead to erectile dysfunction. So it's just like you're gonna have ED, and then like your swimmers aren't even gonna be swimming in the correct place they're gonna be in your pee they're gonna be in your urine in your bladder your little babies. because you were trying to hoard them <laughs> your your children are in your piss <laughs> how does it feel um okay so it says what happens to sperm that aren't released from your body um sperm that aren't ejaculated simply get reabsorbed into your body or ejaculated out of your body during a nocturnal emission like a wet dream oh my god I also think it's funny to be like masturbating is good for your health. Yeah. It's like how we used to tell ourselves that like drinking wine once a day was good for your health. Yeah. It's like, a did you know that's actually not even true? Really? Yeah. 
alcohol is poison but like there's something about red wine like being good for your it's not metabolism really yeah i um uh maintenance phase did a whole episode about it and like broke it down (gasps) because a lot of these things that are like researched and like studied like the sample sizes aren't accurate and it's not consistent and then half the time or more than half the time it's like that industry is paying for the study anyway there's no um real problem with not coming but at least from these few articles that i've looked through oh but still if you it it feels like the cause and effect of like if you come you have a lower like you have a lower risk of prostate cancer you would think that if you don't come then you have a higher risk of prostate cancer don't you think? Because it's like the toxins in the semen are what's causing prostate cancer. I have no idea, man. So if I'm just thinking common sense wise, I would think that maybe not coming leads to higher rates of prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. That's my bottom line as, as a scientist myself. <laughs> as a local scientist. That okay, yeah, so no, there are no, weird. it says on Healthline, there are no, there don't appear to be any risks or complications associated with not releasing your sperm or semen by choice. So there you go. But hmm. still, this, this study says that people that come 21 times a month have a lower risk. The second talking boobs, talking tits, breaking boobs, um, Jordan Peterson, everyone's favorite incel god, <laughs> retweeted fetish porn. Oh, yeah. Of some white guys um, with the Matrix filter over it because he thought it was a Chinese breeding facility. A fucking idiot. He is so goddamn stupid. He said, such fun and unbelievable techno nightmare CCP hell. Did you know he almost died because he did some stupid health diet? No. Yeah. He almost died from doing some like absurd diet and then... Like, refused to acknowledge that that was what the problem was. Of course. Because he probably would have to, like, own up to, like, a lot of people's health issues. Yeah. I also listened to an episode about that on maintenance phase. Interesting. He's just, like, the king of misinformation. I just love that he put no no effort into looking this up. It was one of those, like, milking machines. <laughs> no. It was, like, ki- like kink porn. And he thought that it was you a fucking idiot Chinese breeding facility. This is why boomers should not be online because they just believe anything they read. Yeah. But like who who was who's Jordan Peter? Like, why does he get a platform? Does he, was he just allowed? I can't remember what he's. I think he was a professor. Oh, no. He posted or this video was posted of him being like talking about like all like all of these different pronouns that people use now. And he doesn't know like how to treat people when he doesn't understand what their pronoun is and like that's just like the fucking issue in itself is how like he treats cis men so differently than everyone else he's like if how am i supposed to know how to approach you like how am i supposed to know how to talk to you if i don't know what your gender is like how do you talk to most people just be a decent human fucking being Oh, how meat turned Jordan Peterson into a vegetable. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was so he was in rehab for drug abuse um, for tranquilizers and then uh, had a had a seizure in Moscow because that's where he was in rehab. Fuck. Um, 
and was placed for nine days in an intubated coma because he was eating only meat. He's on an all-meat diet. When was that? This was in 2010. Holy fuck. Damn. Uh, That's like... When people are like, I I only eat meat. Like, I'm on a carnivore diet. I'm like... Grow the fuck up. Yeah. Do you know how immature you sound? Yeah. I don't want to eat a vegetable. It's for babies. It's You're the baby. Dumb. It's so dumb. It's just like, it's it's so scary who these incels have chosen as their gods. It just goes to show how easy it is to uh, indoctrinate people. Mm-hmm. It's really, really scary. But, you know, if you want to eat all meat die i don't care it's natural selection <laughs> it's so fucked I but know. i mean that's it true sounds insensitive no but, but at i some mean point, like i'm like it's just like so harmful what these people are spewing out i don't know also what i understand from incels okay so i watched the QAnon documentary and in the beginning they were talking about like the person who um invented 8chan um was like the incel god like and he like had never had sex ever he was a virgin and then when he had sex he got like shunned from the incel community (laughs) for having sex and like but then they have like andrew tate and jordan peterson as their gods jordan peterson is a good looking dude he's and he's married and he has kids which means that he's at least had sex twice (laughs) as far as we know as far as we know but then andrew tate is like you know like trafficking women yeah trafficking women self proclaimed rapist i don't understand how they are how they're allowed to be yeah why are incels allowed to like fuck yeah why are your leaders allowed to have sex and you're you're not it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense also like what's the what's the isn't that the goal to have sex yeah Yeah, that's what i thought until i watched the QAnon documentary that's so bizarre i know yeah they were like sending him death threats and shit for like having (laughs) sex and he was like their king yeah Imagine being the person who took the incel king's virginity. Yeah, she was a sex worker. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, she she was. Of course, mm-hmm. he had to pay for it. I think that she was. It was in another country. But yeah. So she didn't even know who he was. Probably not. She's like, whatever. Cough it up. Yeah. Well, are you going to pay for it? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and blow your beans. <laughs> <laughs> blow your beans. Uh, well, that was all that I had for um for talking tits. That was riveting. Yeah, that was that was our. Uh, and you also learned that Jordan Peterson almost died from an all carniv- carnivore diet. Riveting, because people are so dumb. It's I'm sure his vitamin B levels were spectacular, but unfortunately, you do need to eat other kinds of food. <laughs> That's the new break in boobs. Yeah. You need other kinds of food other than meat. Study, studies show you can't eat only meat. <laughs> the food pyramid is seared into my brain. It's also not true. I know. It's not fucked. They were like really peddling that shit hard it, in elementary school. They've like the industry of food, like the way that America has made everything into capitalism mm-hmm. instead of like thinking about the betterment of humanity has just like made people so fucking confused and stupid about what they should be eating yeah to be healthy and then also like assuming that fat people are unhealthy because they're fat is also fucking stupid yeah like some people are just bigger i have seen 
there are some dancers that I follow on Instagram that are like bigger Mm -hmm. and in the best fucking shape ever yeah like they can like they like do not run out of breath and then there's still this like size has nothing to do with health nothing to do with health and also like there's also there's so many like um historical reasons as well as to why some people might be bigger like if your ancestors survived the potato famine in um in ireland like you are still likely to be carrying the genes of that trauma whoa so your body is trying to like maintain food if it can and like as much as it can so then you have energy in the off chance which actually is it's becoming more probable that we won't have food yeah the kings of the politics are gonna hoard it all Mm -hmm. if that happens it's really fucking but yeah so there's things like that you know what's insane to me you were inside your grandma's womb. I know. Isn't that nuts? I think about that often. I told Mr. Liz that the other day and he's like, you're lying. He's like, there's no fucking way. And then I was like, no, because you're born with all the eggs you'll ever have. So he's like, they don't develop like as you like go through puberty. And I was like, no, no, they're always there. They were, That's just all they, that's, that's why, all she wrote. That's why you make so much money being an egg donor. Cause that's like, you know, it's not like sperm. No, donor. Those are all the eggs you'll that's ever you have. Ever, yeah. That's all you'll have. Damn. Maybe I should give mine away. I just don't want to like take hormonal injections. You yeah. have to do an injection in your own stomach. Mm-hmm. To I freeze your eggs too. I can do that. Yeah. Oh, I have to do that myself? Yeah. Fuck. Well, I guess while we're down there. Any sort of IVF, you have to you have to give yourself shots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I have um fun X updates real quick. <gasps> I love an ex update. I have been hearing from so many, so many names we've heard on this podcast. I heard from the Pope. Oh, so I went on a double date last week with yeah, yeah. one of our friends. And when I was on my way to the date, which was the same place that I had my first date with the poet, the poet calls me and I'm like, is this a butt dial somehow? Is he here? And I sent a screenshot of him calling to Liz and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what do i do and then i texted him because i was just curious i was like did you mean to call and he was like absolutely and i was like okay well i'm out so what do you need are you good and he was like yeah i was just like calling to say what's up and like see if you wanted to like get a drink and catch up soon offer still stands or something and i didn't answer until today um but that was that was it i just like left him on red but then i heard from the guest the day before that, I think. Or no, I heard from the guest yeah. when we were in Whidbey. The guest is still in love with Amelia. Yeah, well, I mean. He just wants to be in your life. I would be too. And then I heard from, I didn't hear from, but No Name liked one of my thirst traps. But he is now on vacation with his girlfriends, who they are still together. I'm and trying he doesn't to remember. like any of my shit. Oh, uh, sorry. I was trying to remember which one No Name was. Yeah. I remember. I, I love I remember. that you don't remember. Well, because it's just been so long yeah. since I've had to even remember his podcast name. I remember his real name. Yeah. Me too. I remember the nickname I've also given him. Oh, my God, Liz. <laughs> Outside of this podcast. Oh, it's that's, so mean. That's how, that's how much I don't like this guy. He and then our a- friends started calling him it, too. <laughs> so mean (laughs) it's it's funny though i wish we could tell you guys you would think it was funny maybe another day if you subscribe to the patreon we'll uh tell you our tea wait actually that's a good idea we should put the just his nickname on the patreon and 
Oh, oh, yeah. We'll just put the nickname on there. I can I tell the story on the Patreon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'll I'll review. Okay. But I'm probably not going to change. It anything. would just be like I don't know why I'm a short paragraph. Ma- short paragraph max. I trust you. Um, it's funny that you have uh, exes dipping back into your life because I have like other people's exes bothering me. What the fuck? Like who? Um, a guy I dated. This girl who was in love with him is in my life. Like showing up making appearances how i'm like you're married and i have not thought about you since i graduated what is she saying um she didn't say anything oh it's just uh like her husband like liked one of my videos i've literally never met him in my life so i'm like i wonder if like she's on his profile or like if i don't even know how he would find me um wasn't it one of the podcast videos no, it was one of like my actual videos on TikTok. Oh, oh, right on TikTok. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And then um someone else <laughs> oh has just been real fucking weird and I'm going to tell that story on the Patreon, I think. This is okay, this is a good place to to say that we're going to start putting the juicy shit on Patreon. Yeah. Like we put the email that we got sent about belly button tummy button <laughs> shit. We put that email on Patreon. <laughs> Um, and that's not i mean we would like to make money doing this obviously and we do but we would like to have this be more full-time yeah um if possible but that's not why we just like want to respect the privacy yeah and like having it be on this like very very public forum is like a little bit scarier so like all the juicy stuff that we're like a little afraid to tell on the podcast is going to go on patreon yeah so Um, subscribe because i do want to talk about a lot of this stuff because it's like fun and like juicy to talk about but it also puts like a little bit of our safety at risk <laughs> absolutely yeah one of the stories i want to tell we've been afraid to tell it since we started the yeah podcast. i used to cut it out every time she'd bring him up because i just had a gut feeling that he was like a dangerous person and listening and he was in fact listening yeah and jury's still out on if he's dangerous but um yeah so even if you don't want to like listen to that or like read those stories if you want to support us if you're able to um we do this out of the love of uh, of you the love for you and this the love for this <laughs> but if you want to support then that would be really nice yeah so i'll you know what i'm gonna tell my first juicy story and add it when i upload this fuck yeah are you gonna speak it or type it i'm gonna speak it okay all right i'll I, do mine too should we record it after we record this yeah 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 okay okay so th- yeah you're hearing it here first if you want to hear like the little the bonus st- shit it's on our Patreon. The double date that I went on to was really fun. I would highly suggest if you don't like one-on-one dates, which I fucking hate. I'm so over one-on-one dates. I hate them. Try a double date. It was so fun. It was like a little awkward because it was like kind of loud in the restaurants. So we were all like, what? Like every, Screaming. Like, yeah. That would have been way worse if you guys went to Optimism. Oh my God. Opti- Optimism is just an echo chamber. Yeah. Like an actual echo chamber. Literally. It's so fucking loud in there. Yeah. And echoey. But we went to Linda's. I do love Linda's. Me too. I love me some Linda's. You've probably been to Linda's. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So this, these two guys that we ended up going out with for this double date, it was originally supposed to be two different dudes. And one of the guys ended up getting into a relationship and he was like, so bad news is like, 
bad and good news is like I'm hitting it off with someone and I don't want to jinx it but like the good news is that like I have a friend that is like way cooler than me and like we're gonna sub him in down to I love that they subbed in a guy yeah for I was this like double date he's just like pimped out his friend mm-hmm. um and that's the one who I'm going on a second date with is the friend that got subbed in he's it all happened for a reason he's a goober I don't think that it's gonna go anywhere which is like kind of not a nice thing to say I mean there's nothing about him I just don't think that him and I are like very compatible uh-huh. um but he's a lot of fun so I'm gonna like go out with him yeah again. yeah so why not because so, if anything like you know it could be another situation where you make a friend out of it hell yeah I love at that. least I feel like we should be doing that like on dating apps if like you just aren't feeling like a love connection and but you are like still enjoying their company like just we need to start being friends with people that we meet on dating apps i also think like what if there's someone you come across that you're like hey you'd actually be really great with my friend like mm-hmm. i have a friend i'd love to set you up with yeah we should be doing that too i completely agree except i am the only single friend except for the one that went on the double date with me Who's i have so friend? many amazing single women friends that's incredible i will remember that and pass them along there'll be like a little like it'll be like a trickle down Ooh, yeah <laughs> which has, works for can we make economics. let's have a matchmaking no, live show I, I love that i love that idea <laughs> um i also slid into the dms of a dude on um instagram that i found on hinge he was like one of the standouts uh-huh. um and i messaged him and i was like i didn't know if this was like me simping more to message you on instagram or to send you a rose and he responded we like follow each other he's really cute oh, um, he asked me where me. the best place to go for sushi is in seattle so is he gonna take you there he fucking better i gave him <laughs> some like fucking hot spots you know what i have a recommendation do you jay's asian bistro down the street from me it's good fire really oh my god the food is so good okay and then if you're sitting at the bar uh jay himself will get you drunk shut the fuck up <laughs> he is constantly handing out shots of sake <gasps> I or not sake um fuck what's our, what's alex always drinking soju yeah he gives out shots of soju fuck yeah constantly oh my god damn that would be fucking fun there was a day where like i had like a really bad day i can't remember what happened but mr liz and i went to to jay's and like we were we ordered food for to go and i was like well while we're waiting i'm just gonna have a drink and so i had a massive beer a massive like sapporo and then they he started like just like feeding me shots oh my god of soju fuck yeah so by the time we left i was like Woo! <laughs> hell yeah oh i want to go okay yeah. maybe that's where i'll go on my date with this man that if, has not agreed to go if he doesn't take you i'll take you thank you we are going to read a listener email to you it's titled, How Do I Avoid Trauma Dumping When the Trauma is Really Obvious? Hi, Holy Angels. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now and really enjoy hearing about your adventures and the advice you give. I, 40s male, would value your advice, please. I'm in a fairly unique situation and I'm not quite sure how to deal with it. In my early 20s, I was diagnosed with a life-limiting but not fatal autoimmune disease. As a result, I've had two kidney transplants and a bout of cancer. This has left me with a decent amount of trauma, which I'm dealing with in therapy, and it's going pretty well. As this is all invisible, so I've been able to pick the appropriate time to disclose with potential partners. I didn't manage to do this immediately. It took some learning that what I thought was upfront honesty was, at, was really trauma dumping, which caused attachment issues with potential partners. 
18 months ago, I managed to get COVID. And because of the resulting lung damage, I now have to use bottled oxygen when I'm walking around. This, needless to say, is very visible and raises a lot of questions. I have pictures of me with nasal cannula in my dating profile pictures, and I make a couple of jokes about it. However, I can't help but feel that I'm attracting people for the wrong reasons. I can't do what I did before, which is pick a time to talk about what's happening in my what's happened in my life. The oxygen generates a lot of questions, and while I try not to go into too many details, clever women are curious and ask a lot of questions, which I do my best to answer. It's a pretty sad story. My time with COVID was really bad. I was lucky to survive, and I try not to take advantage of it, but I'm not a saint and don't always manage to resist what is pretty clearly an offer of pity sex, and I fool myself that I'm interested in them for more than the physical. I appreciate that this is not a good thing to do and is something I'm working on with my therapist. So my question is this. What do you advise I do with my dating profile and the date afterwards to not activate the pity part of a woman's emotions. <laughs> While bad things have happened to me, I'm very happy in life and don't really want to go back to trauma dumping on people, but it's really hard to ease people into what I'm living when it's so visible. Any help would be appreciated and I would value your opinions. Many thanks. Totally doesn't sound like Darth Vader. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's how he signed it. Really funny. Yeah, so he does have a, a good sense of humor. Um, I thought the activate a women women's uh pity yeah it's was, amazing was funny um that's also like i think you so um amelia i'll let you start with okay. your thoughts so i have i have a few i mean like for one like if somebody's asking questions like how much really can you do like you're answering their questions that they that they have for you so like i think he is conflating like trauma dumping with just talking with just sharing the facts yeah like i you know if you're working on this in therapy then the potential of you being aware that you were trauma dumping in the past is probably true and accurate and the difference between just like explaining your situation and trauma dumping is like um trauma dumping is going to be more emotionally charged Mm -hmm. like you will be you're you'll be sharing like how it affected you and how you felt about it and how you feel about it now versus just saying like, this is what happened. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest difference is like, yeah, trauma dumping is going to be like, and it was really hard for me. And like now I'm trying to work on it in therapy and all of this other stuff because you don't need the additional information yet. Totally. Um, and we have a friend who calls this floodlighting and we might have mentioned this in the past before, but it's when like someone blinds you with just like all of this information about their, their personal lives that you didn't ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean like if someone is asking you and how did you feel like when you found this out yeah. or whatever, how did you feel when you like were experiencing this? Then that's an invitation and that's how you know it's like a two-way street for this conversation yeah because when someone floodlights you you haven't established a relationship where you are ready and willing to talk about their your feelings with each other yeah because you know being vulnerable is like you it's a two-way street the person you are being vulnerable with has to want you to be vulnerable with them yeah yeah and I think too like there's something about like when people ask questions it's like to diffuse like 
the situation in a, in a way that maybe like you'll feel less awkward too so they might be asking so they're just like okay let's like put this out there and not like pretend like this isn't something that's happening right now yeah and like for that reason like it might be self-soothing for them or it might be to like help you feel less like uncomfortable but either way like I don't think that it's ever I mean we don't know everyone but like a situation where like they want to pity you like I can't think of like an instance where that would be the case I I don't I uh, yeah I don't think that these women pity him no um I think that this is some like self-sabotaging inner conversation of like totally. oh these women only want to like hook up with me because they feel bad for me which is like I don't think that's I've never yeah I don't I have never and I can't think of any of my friends that have hooked up with someone because they feel bad for them yeah and if that's how he's interpreting it as well as like oh this is gonna be my only chance to have sex so I might as well take advantage of it even if I don't like them you know that's just you affirming to yourself that you don't think you're worthy right and like and you are yeah you are everyone deserves to be loved and I think um like you acknowledge it in your dating profile but maybe it would be beneficial to just like explain it mm-hmm. just be like so you don't have to ask like I have this is why I have a, an oxygen tank with me yeah and like that's all you need to say totally just be like yeah and I'm stoked to be here and like if you if you want to yeah right if you want to talk about it too that's like also great but like don't feel like you need to Mm -hmm. like you can just like liz is saying just like cut it off on like putting it on your profile and be like this is what this is yeah and then if they want to ask down the line like oh well like tell me the details and then give you the opportunity to talk about your feelings by saying like how did you feel when you were going through that yeah like an emotionally based question, then that's a a good opportunity to share a little bit about how you felt. But I would say for a first date, like you don't need to be that serious. No, I agree. And it's not, again, like it's not trauma dumping if you're being asked. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. I think that it's fair for people to have questions and it's fair for you to want to like say it up front. I think all of it is fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so happy that you're okay. Mm-hmm that sounds really fucking scary and like i mean i'm sure you know the curiosity from people are going to get the best of them sometimes but never like i don't it for it to be contributing to how you feel about yourself in a dating situation or like how you're like attributing people's reactions to it like in a negative light just like i think as time goes on and as you like have new habit forming with how you like think about this yourself it's going to maybe like ease up a little bit. This is still very new to you. Yeah. COVID is still very new to all of us, even though it's, I mean, it's like, you know, been around for three years now this month, which is wild, but like, it's still very new. So people are like curious. And I think too, like as time goes on, you could maybe like figure out like a talk track that you like feel comfortable with when people ask. It's just like a little script of mm-hmm. like, just like a two sentence thing and then like leave it at that, you know? And then it's, it doesn't become such like an emotional, um, it doesn't become so like emotionally taxing for you to talk about every time. I definitely think that he's projecting a little bit, Absolutely. like projecting the belief that people are pitying him. Yeah. When really, I don't think that's the case at all. I think most people are just curious. Mm-hmm. They're just like, Oh, I wonder what happened. Yeah. And then, be like well it's rude for me to ask yeah so yeah I just won't (laughs) and maybe like them thinking that it's like even asking but then like thinking like oh maybe I overstepped by asking that comes off as pity because they're trying to like overcompensate for being rude yeah 
it's like if you're the person who is trying to ask yeah you don't know how to approach it yeah and i think it'll just people like it you're you're in so much more control than i think you realize totally like the way that this conversation devolves is going to be up to you and maybe it felt like trauma dumping because you were just already anticipating they were going to pity you Mm -hmm. so then when you like give them this detailed emotional story it becomes trauma dumping because you're projecting you're expecting their pity totally that's a good way to put it that's just what i would observe from the situation i have no further thoughts and if you want more, subscribe on Patreon. Yeah, if you want to get the tea. We're about to record the tea right now. Yeah. So, but it'll so be on Patreon. The tea is on Patreon immediately. Pay tea on. Today. Did you see what I did? Yeah, pay tea on. Tea. Mm hmm. Cool. Um, well, we love you, our children. Whenever you start the song first, it makes me so happy. Oh, really? Yeah, because like you've threatened stopping. <laughs> so every time you start, I'm like another way. It lives I, on another week. I wonder what I I can't even remember what the first time sounds like. We'll have to go back and listen. Yeah, probably <laughs> it has probably has not changed at all throughout the throughout the years. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.